0: You are listening to an exclusive on Podhub Network. Your city, your podcast. With the delight of this crowd, Matrandon marches down the dugout steps with first base. Matrandon's throw, the
1: Listening to the North Shore Nine Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! I am Ryan Alexander. Along with me as always is Anthony Donardo. Donardo, what up.
0: You know, Ryan, I've been thinking. Oh boy. If um if the season in 2021, it would be about the same as, you know, this year, right? Like a March 26th for some stupid reason opening day. It's uh, 291 days and 19 hours until we see baseball again. Oh, is that all? That's all. Because it didn't happen in this year. It ain't happening happen this year, Ron. So we only nope. have 291 days and 19 hours until we get to see it again. It's gonna
1: essentially be if if you know next April is the you know the next time we see baseball, it'll be I mean basically 17 months. Yeah, right. It's crazy. Fun times, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, great. Good times, yeah. This <laughs> is good stuff. Um also I'll throw this out there, Donardo. I am also playing a poker tournament for money legally here in Pennsylvania while we're doing this. So if I'm a little
0: distracted. Hold, uh, tell me to hold, hold up. Hold up. You're tell playing poker fold. right now. I'm playing poker. I Where, can multitask. Give, give, give me. Where's Jim and Tyler? <laughs> what is this?
1: Hey, if we, if, if I get deep into this tournament, we'll, we'll have to, we'll tag, I'll tag one of them in.
0: So you're not deep into it right now. No, it just started. It just started. So you said, just Hey, Denardo, let's podcast at eight 30. When my poker tournament starts. Well, it was more like, hey,
1: we're recording at 830. You know what? I'm going to be sitting here. We're going to be recording for an hour. I don't get to play too much poker these days because of, you know, the kid and everything. So, hey, let me get into this poker tournament while we're recording. It's perfect. What an idiot. <laughs> it's perfect. It's not like it's, uh, this is online, Donardo. I don't got to sit there and like talk to people or something. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. And I don't know where's the dedication? I don't know Ryan. if this is fitting. I don't know if this is fitting, but Bucko's 5114 just went all in.
0: There's a guy. Go- oh, I guess you're in PA. Never mind. It makes sense. I'm
1: yeah, like, where are the odds you're in a poker
0: tournament? Someone's named Bucko something, but <laughs> yeah, I all, assume yeah. you're playing uh PA poker stars, right?
1: I am, yeah. There's like yeah. my I I IP address does not allow me to. There's like there's a lot of freaking people in Pennsylvania on this on this poker site. <laughs> well, it's Pennsylvania Poker. I know. There's a post all be Get, in Pennsylvania. We got all, I'm saying, but it's not like you'd think like, ah, there's like maybe a thousand people. There's like 20,000, but. Oh, yeah, I
0: see what you're saying. Because there's a lot of degenerates in Pennsylvania. Yes. yes. Right. Right. Pennsylvania
1: gotcha. likes their gambling. Yes,
0: they do. Um,
1: it's, it's no, how would you say this? It's no um, coincidence that like Pennsylvania was one of the first to pass poker and sports betting, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, they, we love our gambling here.
0: Which and is funny Rivers, because like in, Rivers in, and Meadows
1: is opening soon again.
0: And think of the type of state Pennsylvania is. You would assume it would be one of the last to actually pass that.
1: But you when think, you understand
0: right. the type of people in Pennsylvania, then yeah, you, you aren't, you know, you aren't confused by that at all. I fully expect Pennsylvania to go all in. But the
1: state loves, loves to get their taxes on stuff. So, you knew they were trying to get this across quick. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, what do they, they, they tax alcohol in Allegheny County. I can't believe route 80 is still free. There's been talk for years about making that a toll road or at least part of it.
0: I going not say, I swear there's, there was talks when I was living there. Yeah. Like I feel like there was years. talks when we were in high school that was going to happen. <laughs> Man, yeah. <laughs> Although I mean, high school is like five years ago. Will, so, you know. Right. Right.
1: So good times, but yeah. So if I'm distracted, tell
0: me to fold or something. Sounds good. Sounds good. By the way, I was in a poker tournament on Friday night and won sixty five dollars. So,
1: oh, was that the uh, the? <laughs> that might not have been fully
0: legal. So home game. I thought no, was it awesome. was also online. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit offshore. I don't know.
1: <laughs> nice, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but good I time. digress. So, um, what are we talking about? What, what do we have on slate today, Ryan? I think we got a little well, bit of baseball news.
1: A little bit of baseball news, but I mean, how about this? There's no baseball. Pirates aren't playing. And we lose a player for, for, for the season when there is no season. We're, we're getting injured pirates
0: uh, when there isn't even games. I mean, the timing on this was pretty, I, I just got to say, I mean, ridiculous. And I'm not, I'm not like faulting the player for it happening. I'm just like, like, how crazy is this? As you're mentioning, I mean, spring training happened. It shut down in the middle of March, right? Like May, May 12th, because May 13th is when I was going down to spring training. So May 12th it was the last game. And here we are on June. I mean, what was it? A few days ago, June 5th.
1: Yeah, No baseball like has that.
0: happened. And like you said, and now there's a major surgery out for the season.
1: <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we should throw it out there as, if you don't know. But yeah, Chris Archer, uh, you know, underwent. I guess, TOS surgery for symptoms of thoracic outlet syndrome, um, which is a pretty damaging injury in baseball. And, you know, we'll get into the players that have, that have had it done and, and kind of what their, their careers were after that. Um, but, I mean, my thing is, you know, we've, we've seen, we saw this with, uh, was, it, was it Sondergrass or was it DeGrom? One of them had a surgery like a month ago.
0: Oh, (laughs) Sondergrad Sondergrad. Yeah. Yeah. Noah Sondergrad had uh, Tommy John.
1: Yeah. So he had Tommy. John. so like I, once the season was delayed, it was almost like any pitcher that had like any kind of maybe sin, you know, symptoms or possibly needed surgery at the end of the season. Like I felt like, okay, it's that time. This season might be a wash. We're already delaying it. Let's just go ahead and get that surgery. Now, Chris Archer, obviously, this has waited a little longer. Like, we're into June here, and he decided to finally go ahead and do it. The big question here, Donardo, is, I mean, how long has he been dealing with this stuff? I think that's a really good question. (laughs) You know, because he he hasn't been the same pitcher for, you know, uh, a number of years now. And, you know, obviously, when the Pirates got him, we were hoping for a little bit of a— you know, a bounce back or maybe they could get him on the right path. And of course, Ray Searidge, you know, stubbornness and the whole quote, <laughs> eh, we don't, we don't really tell them to, to go. They, we tell them to throw whatever they want to. And so, you know, we saw a little bit of like the tinkering last year, but then it always seemed like he'd go back to his, his, you know, old self and kind of throw his, his pitches normal, what he normally does. So I was really looking forward to seeing him with a real pitching coach. Like you said, um, Oh my God, right. And it's like, yeah, and now we're not going to see that, at least not, I mean, we probably weren't going to see it this year anyway. But now, who knows if they'll even pick the option up. But the thing is, yeah, it's like, when. how long has he been dealing with this? Has this been going on for a year, two years? Like, it's crazy.
0: Right, and that's, like you're saying, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I think there's certainly been that mindset amongst pitchers, right, if you're having some issues. You might have said, let me just kind of, you know, push it off right now. Let me push through it. The season starting. I want to be there for the team. But when there was no baseball, I was like, well, you know what? what what's the point? Let me get the right. Tommy John out the way. If I'm going to miss a year, let me miss a year that could potentially be no baseball at all. Or some stupid 50-game season of baseball where there's <laughs> 22 playoff teams and anything happens, right? Right. So, like, with Syndergaard... It's a free
1: roll at that point to give you a poker <laughs> Exactly.
0: Time. So, with Guard, it's like, let me get this out the way. Because it was pretty... I mean, it was uh, after Sondergrad. the season, but also kind of early, like you said, about a month ago, so like the middle of May, so it was like a month after the season started, where I think it was starting to really look bleak. You know, there was still some hope at the beginning, right, in April, it was like, alright, so when's baseball going to come back? Or was it was not until like May, when negotiations seemed to really start heating up about, you know, what baseball's going to do to come back, when it's starting to look kind of pessimistic, if you may? So, right, like him getting it there kind of made sense. But like now, with Archer, two months into it, you know way way past all the pessimism pessimism you know it seems kind of weird like did this just now start kind of creeping up on him like in march was he really symptom free you know was there really no issues and now as he's trying to maintain you know doing bullpens and sessions throughout um april may did it kind of creep up on him now and so that's why he's getting it now uh, that's yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's, I don't recall like any. Shorter, a good question to ask. Shoulder problems with him throughout, you know, the, the past few seasons.
1: He was on. The, I, th- I was going to say. I think he went on the IL like once last year. But I don't think it was for anything like that, or like you know, I don't even remember what that was. But I, I think he did miss some starts last year. But I mean, who you know, and that's the other thing, Denardo, like. He, You know, the Pirates picked up his option for this year. Look, these players, they may...
0: Oh, August 21st they may, last year. Yeah, because of shorter Yeah, discomfort. So um, that's what
1: I mean. Like, there was some times he missed. So, look, and I'm not saying, like, Archer knew something was wrong and he's like, well, let me, let me wait and get this option picked up and then make a decision on it. Because, obviously, he waited until the season would have started anyway. Like, a lot of these guys have egos. A lot of these guys... Are they? They might feel something that isn't right, but they kind of they kind of blow it off as, eh, you know, that's just normal aching or whatever. And I'm going to go out there and they fight through it,
0: right? right. And they
1: fight through it because they they want to pitch, they want to they they want to get paid, and, and everything. So they they go through it. So a lot of these guys are, you know, maybe to the, you know, it's that mentality, but it's also not the greatest. Like to go out there and do that. Like I'm going to just keep going, and it ends up it ends up hurting them in the long run. So, but but guys do it. So. I'm not saying that like he hung on the waiting for them to pick up the option, but, but it's true. I mean, if he has this surgery in like, you know, December, I mean, I guess the option would have been when they have to make that decision, like in November, like, let's say he has it right at the end of last season. Like, are are you, are you, are we definitely picking up his option for a year that he's going to miss? Probably not. Right. That's, that's a good point. So who knows? But,
0: um, so real quick, don't Know why this completely blacked out of my mind, but um, yeah, that IL stint ended his season. He did not come back. August 20th was the last time Chris <laughs> Roger pitched last year. I was like, Oh, okay, I don't even remember now. Albeit, that. you know, August 20th he pitched and he won the IL. There's only a month left, and we saw that they're just shutting down people, anyways. You know, so I, I don't know if he was truly injured that whole time, like he couldn't pitch, or if it was like you know, the Patriot in a playoff hunt that he could have come back. But I guess technically he did end his season with a shoulder injury, so I guess there is part of that. Now again, he did pitch this off season or off season this spring training. Um, you know I didn't really hear anything, so yeah, I guess like you said, the timing's kind of kind of off. But unlike Noah Syndergaard, Ryan, it used to be the the killer surgery right for pitchers. If you got Tommy John, that was it. Nowadays. It's almost. I mean, it's almost like you're in the MLB draft looking for guys that have already got their Tommy John out the way, right? Yeah.
1: it's like it's like you, you want the pitchers that have had Tommy
0: John, <laughs> right? Right. You know, it's like oh, this guy, you know, this college pitcher had Tommy John. Let's get him because it's out the it's way. Like, he's got you know yeah, seven just to get ten it out years of the way. shelf life. You know, he's good for us. Let us go because right. It's almost like nowadays every pitcher is going to get Tommy John at some point of his career, and it's not the the killer. Guys come back from it now. Pretty much is where they left off, it seems. That's not the case with thoracic outlet syndrome, Ryan. So whereas Noah Syndergaard said, you know let's get it. It's got the way. I can return midseason next year. And, you know, definitely by 2022, you know, I'm back just as good as I ever was. I don't know. I mean, first off, Chris Archer wasn't the Chris Archer he's been for the past few years. But it's like we're kind of at the point where this, this might not just be the end of his Pirates career. I mean, he might not have a career. Right. Yeah,
1: I mean, as far as, you know, we could talk about, let's say there's no 2020 season, like if you would pick up his last option. I mean, I don't know what the point is at that point. Now, I, could could you see Chris Archer coming back and in, in being like a dominant reliever or a pretty good reliever? I mean, he has the one great pitch, so I could see that. But like you said, and I mean, you can go through some of these names, the guys that have had this surgery pretty much don't do much after. <laughs> so, you right. know, whether it's starting or in the bullpen, I mean, there's been a couple cases of, I guess, random success, but besides that, not, not too much. doesn't have a good track record.
0: No, it does not. I mean, we can start with the most famous one. I believe everyone's probably aware of, which is Matt Harvey, you know, and and actually <laughs> this is a great example of what I just mentioned. So Matt Harvey comes onto the scene, you know, his rookie season, Age 23, just had a lights out, you know, 60 innings pitched. His sophomore season just dominates, right? But then, then uh, Ryan, he goes down with Tommy John surgery in 2014. And douchebag syndrome surgery. after Tommy. <laughs> yeah, that, that part too. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, he comes back after Tommy John in 2015. Ryan pitches 189 innings with a 2.71 ERA. So that, that's where we're getting at. Like, he came back from Tommy John in his first season. And had a 271 ERA. So you can look at that and say, yeah, he had like no ill effects of Tommy John. Like he was good. (laughs) The problem is, it was like the following season in 2016, Ryan, where he gets thoracic outlet syndrome. And if you followed his career loosely, you'll know (laughs) that he's been terrible. I think actually yeah. that they're the talk about the people like KBOs is like potentially interested in him right now. Oh God. And it, it's sad to say, but like yes, that's where Nick Kingham's pitching at. That kind of shows you where Matt Harvey's career is going right now. Like he's <laughs> Hey, he'll KBO, be making more money probably and than major leaguers a at this point. Waiting to happen.
1: <laughs> if he's if he's pitching in twenty twenty, he'll be making more money.
0: <laughs> well, that's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but right. Um Donald, do you want to go through
0: some of the other names that have had it? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, let's, let's start again. Matt Harvey was the most famous. Let's talk about Chris Carpenter. I think Pirates fans are all well aware of Chris Carpenter. What a True. dominant pitcher he was. This is a guy who had Tommy, oh, Tommy John, who also had thoracic atlas syndrome in surgery in 2012. Um, guess what, Ryan? Never pitched after that season. <laughs> That's, Inflammation, yeah. the, the soreness flared up in 2013 spring. He never pitched again.
1: He was older too, wasn't he?
0: I mean, he was, um, yeah, he was 37. Right. So you can definitely say, yeah, he had age on his side, but I mean, that was coming off at 36. He had a very nice season, but um, anyways, yeah. So there's that Um, also Jaime Garcia, another participant. He had his surgery in 2014. I would say he's probably one of the more successful ones. You yeah, want to talk he about came back and was
1: was pretty decent. I mean, not yeah. great, but was he ever great? <laughs> he had some good years, but he was a steady he was a steady starter.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was like you know you're t- like a nice above average pitcher. And right. when he had the surgery, it was in 2014. He came back in 2000, again, he he came back in 2015 after a thoracic outlet syndrome, actually Ryan, and 130 innings had a 2.43 ERA for the Cardinals, so he actually had very good success following the surgery immediately, but then the next three seasons, Ryan's were not so good, and at age 31 was his last season with a club. He pitched 82 innings at a 5.82 ERA, so... That's one of your more successful stories that we're talking about though. You know what I mean? Right. The next one I'll say is like successful is like Chris Young.
1: I was going to say Chris Young obviously is the, the successful one that, uh, you know, I would think of, but like we talked before the show, I mean, Chris Young was basically, he reinvented himself. Like he was a completely different pitcher and he was so old. (laughs) Like it was amazing (laughs) what he was doing at, at his age and, and kind of after that surgery. So like, he was like, if there was anybody that was kind of an outlier with it, like he was definitely it, but you know,
0: kudos to him and, and kind of just reinventing himself, you know? Right. And that's, that's really true. You know, before the injury, he was really struggling. He had this, you know, the surgery, he came back and I I think it, it was really weird about him though, too. Like everything we say about Chris Archer before the pirates, Remember Chris Archer was like the guy who like, well, you look at his FIP. Like, you look at his overall numbers. He's a really good pitcher. But, you know, his ERA never, like, matches up to what his, like, peripherals say. Right, Chris right. Chris Young was, like, the complete opposite. Like, his ERA, yeah. like, with Kansas City and Seattle was always pretty decent. But then he looked at his, like, peripherals and his FIP and was like, wow, this guy's, like, kind of trash. Like, how is he putting yeah, up these numbers? Yeah, <laughs> <Like>, he sucks. <laughs> but and it's kind of like what the you're World saying. It's like he reinvented himself. No one kind of understood it, but... As you mentioned, he was pretty successful, right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just I'm looking through some of the names that you put down here. So Matt Harrison, I had to like the, I had to look this up. So he had it done in 2013. The fact that he only pitched two more seasons after that, like, I feel like he was just pitching the other year. Like that's crazy really? to me. Like I'm just I guess that's how old we're getting, but like I feel like Matt Harrison was just pitching not too long ago. Right. Same thing. Like Sean Markham only pitched one year after um, after he had it. Like I feel like Sean Markham like was that guy that he was like not a big prospect, but he was a decent prospect, but he just never put it together. And then obviously had that surgery.
0: Yeah, I feel like he was good. Like he was a good pitcher, but he he was like the guy like in fantasy every year. I was like, all right, this is going to be the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And it never was. <laughs> right. Right. Like he was always he was a good pitcher. I mean, his career, he was, you know, pretty much above average. You look at ERA and such, but uh, yeah, he was always projected to be like that. Really, really good pitcher that never really panned right. out. But yeah, then right. he had it. He had the surgery in 2013. And then, like you mentioned, he came back just one season, 35 innings pitched. That was it. His, his career was done at the age yep. 33. And then, um, so who else by the way, Matt Harrison. Kind of funny story about him. He had it twice, one on each shoulder. So, <laughs> how many ribs does the man have left? <laughs> I mean, uh, imagine that having this surgery twice, one on each arm. His shoulders oh. must be in such pain right now. Right, <laughs> the guy's not going to age well. But I can't
1: even like, can't even play like catch with his kid or something. <laughs> I only got I only got 8 ribs left. I don't know how many ribs do we have. I don't even know how many we got.
0: I'm ashamed Apparently you don't either. I feel like we have 12. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, he's only
1: got at least 10 left. There you go. Um Noah Lowry, so Noah Lowry had it done in 09. I met Noah
0: Lowry. He Oh, did you? Out there in Yeah, uh, he
1: Cali in Fresno. Yeah, he did a uh, a rehab start with us in, uh, in with Fresno Grizzlies in 06. And he um, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. He was only there for like one start or whatever. But I mean, he had injury problems then, obviously, if he was on a rehab start. But yeah, he ended up having that no nine and never pitched again. But he was like he he had some good years. He was a pretty good pitcher. He,
0: uh, yeah, but it was it did, yeah. I feel like it was brief. It was funny because like I saw his name in here and I'm like, you know, I mean, all these names we are talking about. They're kind of notable. You know, like you know them. They've had yeah. success. And I saw Noah Lowry. I'm like, it's kind of odd. Like, why is he, you know, grouped in here? And then it was like, I revisited his numbers. Like, actually, he was pretty decent. He, yeah, he was He was young. I mean,
1: so he was basically, yeah, he had that no nine. He didn't pitch again. He was, tw- his last year in the majors was 07 and he was 26. So, and that was coming off of, let me see here. He was in, I know the Giants were. No, they weren't they weren't good then. They were going to the playoffs at that point, but they um he kind of missed all that run after. But I mean he had <laughs> three, four good seasons. His last season in two thousand seven was three three point nine two ERA and twenty six starts. Yeah. He never struck anybody ERA out. Plus. That was his that was his deal. He was like more ground ball, but he never he never struck anybody out. And, it was ahead you know, of about time. that. yeah, that in today's in <laughs> today's game, it's like forget <laughs> about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, actually, the funny story about him, too, is the fact that, like you mentioned, 2007 was the last season he pitched, even though he had the surgery in 2009. Because, right. Ryan, he actually had a surgery in 2008, which forced him out the year. And then it found that they misdiagnosed it. And what he actually needed was oh. thoracic outlet syndrome surgery. Ouch. So, tidbit on the Noah Lowry news that we all needed updated on.
1: Right, right. Heard of it course. here. Yep.
0: First in 2020. That's, that's
1: right. That's right. It's 2020, not 2020. Come on. Whatever. Uh, Clayton Richard Richard Rashard. He's still pitching, technically. If there's a If there's a season, I think is he like I don't know if he's currently contracted, but he's signed, He he played last year.
0: Yeah, I don't think he currently is right now. By the way, He's one of those, attended uh, McCutcheon one of those free High School. He what? Attended McCutcheon
1: High School. Oh, not Andrew McCutcheon's High School, just McCutcheon's High School. Yes. Is it McCutcheon with an E-O-N? It is. Uh, yeah. So uh, now yeah. all the Yinzers can actually spell this one correctly. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not, not only Yinzers and the media. Some of the media yeah, gets right. it wrong. Terrible. There you but, go. Um, Touching high school. Yeah, what's, I mean, does actually, it say this is the state that's in. Oh, uh,
0: Alabama. Obviously. Okay. Obviously. But Obviously. um. Yeah, like the thing about him too is he pitched, as you mentioned, through 19. So he had the surgery in um 2014. So like he's pitched for four seasons, but they really haven't been good. <laughs> <laughs> he's just there. Right? So it's like he's held up per se. Now this was also a guy like he wasn't he wasn't like Sean Markham level, you know, Chris Carpenter. But he also right. I felt like had some hype. Like when was he gonna break out? I always felt that from, from him. From uh, Clayton Richard.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean I guess. He wasn't bad. He, he, For sure. I, I think I had him on fantasy from time to time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but I always felt, again, not like Sean Markham level, but I always felt like, all right, this is going to be the year for him. He's going to actually produce something, and he never really did. Right. But, um. But yeah, so, like, as we mentioned, we've run down these list of names. You know, it hasn't been good. So let's transition this back to Chris Archer. Right? He's Has now doing the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so you can give me spin rates, Tim, but the stats say otherwise. So... <laughs> He has an option next year, Ryan. That's out the window, right? I mean, we we talked about there's no reason the Pirates should not pick up his option this year because there's more of a pitcher due him. He's going to show it, and he's going to regain some trade value and then send him off into the sun to whatever team takes him for whatever you get, right? Right. Well, that trade value is now gone, right? Yeah, that, that, was,
1: that was the hope. The thing was, you know, you, you pick it up. He's got two years left. You... Hopefully you regain that trade value, and if it's at the deadline or at the end of this year, you trade him with a year and a year and a half left for you know anything and try to regain something back. The problem is yeah that's that's gone now, I mean, so he's not gonna pitch a whole other year. you're only gonna have one year of an option, and what are you gonna do at that point? You're gonna try to trade him at the deadline before. You know what, you're gonna train him at the deadline and try to get something for a half season? I mean, what are you gonna get for him? <laughs> you know, at that point. And right. coming off this type of injury, like you said, the track record that that we've seen, I, I just don't see where you pick it up. And I would rather like said, I, I think he could be I think he could be an effective reliever if he works his way back from this from this surgery with which it's not impossible. Other pitchers have, but a lot of these pitchers that we mentioned went back to starting. Um, Archer also has other issues where I, you know, the whole pitch sequence and only really having one good pitch. So I think maybe it's a role for him in the bullpen that would be better on down the road. But I mean, for the for the Pirates to hold on to him for that one year is maybe a starter slash to figure out that he's a reliever now. Uh, I I don't I wouldn't do it for eleven or twelve million or whatever it is.
0: <laughs> right, that's exactly where I'm at. I don't think there's any reason to do that at this point in time, you're hopeful of him being a good pitcher for trade value. Like it's not worth the $11 million anymore. Nope. And on no. top of that, like this, this would be first for some example, say the pirates weren't even able to trade Chris Archer this year. Like this season happened. He was healthy. If he didn't like gain trade value this year with are, are you picking up his option next year? If he's healthy, probably not.
1: Well, I mean, $11 if he shows that he's still the
0: same Chris Archer this year, are you picking up his option next year?
1: Well, if he, with the new pitching coach and he's pretty much having the same kind of year, probably, I think a lot of that depends on where the team's at. Was the team competitive? Does it look like, you know, they may add a piece or Hayes comes up and kills it and they actually, you know, have a shot for the next year and you need a pitcher. But if not, if it's the same Chris Archer and... You know, Mitch Keller has
0: been doing everything else. Probably not. Twenty twenty, Chris Archer gave you 150 innings pitched at a 5.19 ERA. Are you picking up that option next year? What what ERA? Five nineteen.
1: Mm, I don't know. Are I you? Feel like I, have, I, I feel like I have to ben see what the rest of the. I, I would say it's not. I would say it's not out of the realm of possibility. Look, the going rate for a starting pitcher. Yeah. I get it. Five year. is probably what starting pitcher eight to 10 million by that point, if not higher. So, I mean, I can see it, but at I, that point, I, don't I think
0: you are at all
1: at, at that point, I don't think you're picking it up to try to trade him. I think at that point you're picking him up to, because you think you compete the next year. If you, if you don't think you can compete and you've had the same crappy season, uh, and there's really no hope for the next season, then, yeah, probably just get rid of him.
0: Okay. Don't. don't All right. You know, don't well, then, then let's the pivot option, this. But... I don't think you pick it up regardless, but now let's pivot this. So now, right, the last season you do see is 2019, where those were his numbers, and now he has this surgery. To me, whether you're going for it or not, it doesn't make sense right. to pay $11.5 million for a guy who has seen his career decline very steeply, uh, right? right? 2018 to 19, tremendously steeply. <laughs> and then he has Steeply. this service which we just listed all these names and their track record afterwards doesn't make any sense to me to pick up that option is that fair no yeah You're no this, i am with you i'm okay. just
1: saying if you needed a starting pitcher it's like i said these guys that we mentioned some of them never pitched again but some, you know, some of them did they you know had 20 30 starts in a season if you needed an arm i could see it i'm just saying
0: that's what free agency yeah, is for. with
1: with the pirates, probably <laughs> they ain't gonna pick up probably that either. So
0: yeah. All right. So move forward. So there's there's been some people, you know, rumbling that, and I think Jim actually mentioned it to us. Uh, he was talking about it, of what if you buy it out, you 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 get him on a cheap deal for 2021, and you do that, like you mentioned, you bring him on as a reliever. He could be potentially a lights out reliever. We know that slider is filthy. <laughs> So maybe you, you bring him on a very cheap deal, you get him as a really good reliever. Are you in favor of that? I mean i guess
1: I guess it depends on how cheap of a deal, but possibly I, I think so, but at the same time, I mean, what, what is it what is, you know, at the same time, I mean, what's the end game? like what's it really going to do? Are you trying to trade him, or do you just need an arm? So you think, point, it, you think it would come point, down I to would be what two position two the
0: team's in. What else is out there. Right. Okay. So let's put that card then. So they're not competing because I think we're all in agreement that they won't be competing next year. So right. he would be more as trade value, which think about it. I mean, relievers go for a pretty penny of the deadline. So if he was on a cheap deal to begin with and he becomes a lights out reliever, he could bring in a pretty solid prospect at the deadline. For a half as a reliever, yeah, I think so. I mean, as a starter,
1: I think so too. If he's if he's performing well, <laughs> that's obviously key.
0: Right, right. I don't know, man. I I don't even know. But, if I, mean, what, I want like, to throw a, do a number that. out there.
1: Like, what do you think? What See, do you like? Would you, like four four million, five million. Is that like that's kind of where I would be? I mean, are you like the Pirates would probably try to even lowball
0: more than that. <laughs> I, I can't say no one loves Chris Archer more than me. Because, I mean, there's plenty of people who love Chris Archer. But I've definitely been a fan of his from day one. You know, it's why I was excited about the name of Chris Archer. Like, it wasn't so much that I loved the trade, but I loved Chris Archer. And now that Chris Archer is going to be a pirate, that's pretty cool. Right. But I'm telling you, I don't want Chris Archer next year. I don't think, to me, it makes sense for the buyout. I just Not say... Like, $3 million? Decline the option. I would, I would feel better and more confident saying Ben Charrington. Here's three million dollars. Find someone else in free agency for three million dollars, whatever that going rate right. is, because it's just with the track record that he has given. Even though, listen, 2019 was like my my podcast tour of telling you how much of a good pitcher Chris Archer really is, and there's still something left in the tank. And actually, this is what makes his injury just irritates me so much because I'll never see that. I'll never get my validation that I felt was there with some new pitching coach to take over and show that Chris Archer still is a good pitcher, maybe not an elite. And I don't think he's an elite pitcher, but he still can be a good pitcher. And I'll never get that now. Thanks to this damn surgery. So, but regardless with that said though, Ryan, like I just feel with his track record and now the surgery, uh, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I mean, if he wants to come back on a minor league deal to find out if oh. he's healthy and go through Ooh. spring training and, you know, now that's give a low him ball that. there. But that's what I'm saying. I, I think there's going to be a team that's going to offer him something because, you know, it's still baseball. There's 30 teams out there and someone's going to take that risk. But I'm more of let the other team take the risk. So get me somebody else. Give me some of our young we, guys up here. Bef-
1: before we move on to the next topic here, let me ask you this because I don't know if this has been discussed, because I know, you know, every, all the negotiations have been, you know, for let's get this season going. Um, And this will kind of lead into our next topic anyway. Has it been discussed if there is no season, these players aren't accruing service time, I'm assuming. And like, does, like, does Archer's option, like, do we still get two, uh, two years of Archer
0: for an option? No. So from my understanding, this is this so was the initial but, negotiations, which of course is why MLB player PA, right, the players' association is fighting this again because the initial agreement was all this stuff laid out, and now MLB is saying we want to make you take a pay cut again. So going back right. to the initial negotiations, no, that is what was mentioned is uh, that all first time a will be accrued. That
1: was with the assumption that there's a 2020 season.
0: No, no, I thought that, that that's if there is no season.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe I, I could be wrong. I, I just, yeah, that's why I was asking. I, I wasn't sure. I thought that was all. Yeah. Cause they agreed to the prorated salaries back in March. Right. They agreed to, you know, the season being delayed and they agreed to, you know, we would get service time, all that. But I didn't know if that was discussed. Like, cause I, I didn't even know if they were discussing, like, what if there is no season? Like they even wanted to go down that road.
0: Right. Um, no, that, that was, cause if you recall the, the thing was you were to, it was like you were matching 2019. So, say you were a guy that got called up and played three games in 2019, right? You had like, say, three days of a service time that would match that. So, now you would have six days of service time going into 2021. Okay. So, if you had a four so year last year, we you would get still a have year the one option for this year. Team. All salaries, all that, all, all, all the contracts just kind of keep going. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, Oh, if they possibly would get like two years of Archer still, but yeah, I mean at that point, you know, what season or no season this year, he's not going to be pitching coming off the surgery. I wouldn't pay 11, 12 million for him. But like I said, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's the worst decision ever if they did it. I mean, Lord knows the pirates have money to spend, <laughs> you the team, know, do they Does <laughs> so, any team have money
0: to spend. <laughs> well, well, I mean, they're telling, you they, so there, they're telling you they don't. So if they're telling you they don't have it payroll. now, I don't foresee them going to say in 2021 for agency that, Oh, we have money to spend now.
1: Well, let's, let's that's another go into take that. Another
0: that time. Then, let's, let's sure. go into the negotiation,
1: the latest talk. Cause um, you know, we, we talked a lot about it last week. Don't want to spend too much time on it cause nothing really has changed, but you know, MLB basically, you know, did their, you know, they rejected the, the player's offer and, they're not making a counter and then they're but their counter they're basically was saying the owners were saying 4850 games i mean there's going to be no season Donardo. it's just they're using the number of games to figure out the salaries essentially and that's yep. why the MLBPA wants to play 114 which is i think a, a little aggressive i don't know if you'd fit them all in but at the same time it's why the owners only want to play 50 because why couldn't you play eighty something if you started in July? But like Rosenthal tweeted today, July fourth is pretty much a a gone as a, as far of a starting date. And people people that were optimistic that w- that there was going to be a season in Denardo, I know mm-hmm. we were always saying we didn't think there was going to be a season. People that were optimistic are now saying, eh, I don't think the season's happening. Right. So yeah,
0: it's not looking good, man. It really isn't. And, and just like you said, like the the MLBPA. Came out with a very fine plan, might I add. I thought it was pretty good. 114 games, right? Deferred salaries, expanded playoffs for this year, next year, you know, potentially add like the All Star game, home run derby after the season for some added income, you know? So, like, they're like, hey, guys, this is fair for us. You know, we're playing 114 games, we're getting paid for 114 games, but it's okay. You can defer some money, right? Because next year, money's going to start coming in again. Right, we're going to give you ways to gain some more money by expanding the playoffs this year and next year, right? Adding some extracurricular events. And it'll be said, right? Hardball, nope, nope, here. You want, okay, fine. We'll give you your prorated salaries 50 games. Because now, well, we'll do what you want. You want prorated? Fine. Here's 50 games worth of prorated salaries. So now we're not going to pay you much because you're only paying 50 games, right? And again, I don't go too deep into this. We've kind of beat the dead horse for some time, and we got like six more months to beat this dead horse because there's not going to be any baseball. (laughs) So that's what they did. They've come back and said 50 games and more or less take it or leave it. We are not like negotiating anymore, basically. This is it. Like 50
1: games, the fact that, yeah, they're just being cheap and they don't want to pay. Like 50 games... As far as a season to, you know, have a playoffs and crown a winner, doesn't it just seem cheap to you? Like, it, it just seems not right.
0: Like yeah. At that point, I just think... do
1: my just do my double elimination tournament.
0: <laughs> I'm all for that tournament. Like, it would just probably take as long. <laughs> what what feels cheap to me is essentially the, the literal word, the meaning of cheap. It wouldn't be cheap if COVID-19 was running its course and, like, through health reasons and risks and this and that, they couldn't start the season until like August, right? And it's like, this is what we could get in. But this isn't coming down to health. This is coming down to money. So yes, it's cheap because side's being very cheap in this, the owners. And they're saying, here, 50 games, take or leave it. We're only going to pay you, you know, essentially a third, less than a third of what your pay should be in doing so. Right. Yeah, I, I don't... uh it's
1: just at the end of the day, like you said, we could talk about this and we probably will for the next, uh, <laughs> for the next things. It's just, I don't see a season. I just don't see it happening. So
0: I don't care about the game like you. That's, That's all, right. all the owners, Right there.
1: That's right. And I'll tell you this, Donardo. I, I know I did the hot take in our, our group text, but I am, if there's no 2020 season, I'm, I'm absolutely worried about the game of baseball moving forward. I think it would come back in 2021, but I'm worried about the long-term effects. And as if, I mean, this game was already, you know, not appealing to the masses ratings were down, you know, couldn't hold the attention span games were too long and it was already struggling. And then you're going to go out and just miss 17 months. Like I'm worried about it coming back and what, what the ratings are going to be at that point when
0: it does. So, I guess to add my two cents, it's not that I'm not worried. I just don't know if I'm worried to the degree that you stated you were. Yeah, I'm worried. Like, this is going to affect the game. And I think what I'm more worried about isn't the loss of season, but who's in charge, going back to last week in our roundtable discussion, who's in charge of MLB to bring it back on the map. So, there's a, there's a lost season, and we're counting on Rob Manfred. <laughs> To bring right. baseball back. That's the it's, problem. That's, you know, people talk uh, about yep. the strike and, you know, the, the effects it had and how long it took for baseball to come back and what it took to have baseball come back, which is essentially Bud Selig allowing everyone to take steroids. By the way, allowing everyone, like, basically saying, take steroids. <laughs> I love this home run derby. I, I love the effects that this is doing for baseball. Go ahead and take all the steroids. I swear he's probably passing them out in the dugouts. Um, but now we're gonna, of course, you know, abolish those players from the Hall of Fame. I digress. So it yeah, it was took McGuire like,
1: and Sosa. That, that's yeah, what got it took people. Yeah, and of into course it.
0: Barry Bonds the next year. Like, it, it yep. took that for baseball to come back. Which, by the way, there also is going to be uh, the McGuire 30. Is it the E60? I think or 30 for? 30? Oh Jesus, that's coming up soon. If not like next week, this is it going to be one of those where we learn nothing new? Like oh, Jordan? I don't know, I don't know, but uh, I'm I'm gonna watch it. So there you go. That's what, like what it took for baseball to come back. So we're going to put this in Rob Manfred's hands and say, do something to gain the, the people. Well, he hasn't been able to do that without this. He's been given the game at its best and he hasn't had a good idea yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what worries me. It's Rob, not so much the last season. I know I know man
1: that's that's what I'm saying it's it's baseball is not it wasn't in a good spot when when you know last year or the year before and it's just been slowly going downhill and you know we we've, we've gone through it before you know the the local blackouts and you know the fact that people are cutting the cutting the cord on cable and they can't stream their local team and we've talked about the marketing aspect and we've talked about You know, you can't watch a freaking highlight clip on Twitter because, you know, the league's shutting it down. And and that's what I mean. Like, and then you're just taking 17 months and you're just, you're going to be out of the picture. And I just don't know. I just worry about what it will look like coming back. And then even if it it comes back for 2021, then you're going to have the CBA negotiations all over again in 2022. Yep. You know, before that season. So it's like, well, you're in trouble, <laughs> like you're in trouble. So you're just going to, you know, you're already seeing the hot takes from, from people right now where they're, you know, yelling about, uh, oh, the players should take the last money, just play. It's for the love of the game, blah, 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 blah. You're seeing these clown takes
0: out there now. Just wait till we get to another year of the CBA negotiations. And, and that's what, like, is bothering me so much too with this. I mean, we talked last week. It seemed like the, the word of the day was short-sightedness. This is even more yeah. like reason why this is so short-sighted is like look at the animosity that you're creating between these two entities. Right. And just like you said, Ryan, next year it's all going to come back again because now you have to actually negotiate. You really have to negotiate for a whole new CBA. And all yep. these issues that we're seeing now are they not dividing each other even further away? How are they going to come together as CBA? How are they going to unite and come together on anything? And, and the yeah. thing is, like, the, the, the owner's going to have this in their back pocket. Oh, we can't afford, and we can't pay for all this that you players want because of this last season. Yeah,
1: because we didn't have a it, 2020 season. So, again,
0: it's like, I hate to say, I'm not like going all conspiracy theory, but it's like, you keep hearing and, and hearing that the owners are not that motivated to have the season played, and it's like, are they, are they not that motivated because they can use this in their back pocket when these right. negotiations come up?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm with you. That's me. This this is essentially this is like a, a warm up to the CBA negotiations. It's a, it's a prequel here. Right. It's we're pre gaming, and, and this one didn't go too well.
0: It's not and going and too I well. honestly do feel that way. Like I feel, which kudos to the players in a sense. I mean, we've been saying that, but it's like both are playing hardball because I feel it's like whoever gives in now, they've lost their momentum and they've lost their power heading into negotiations for the CBA. I mean, doesn't that kind of make nope. sense to you? Yeah. If the players give in now, the owners are laughing and saying, "We got you. Like we know yeah. you guys need us." And this CBA, we're going to dominate you. It's the timing of everything, and it's
1: like the worst possible kind of like timing of it. Because you're right. If whatever side caves is going to say, "Oh yeah, we got them," or you know, and like you said, if if the owners they don't really want a season. They're going to say, well, we didn't get paid last year. We didn't have a season in 2020. So we can't do this new CBA. We can't do a salary cap with a floor
0: and blah, blah, blah. Yep. So, And if they didn't get paid and there's no season, then these baseball players aren't getting paid either. And now, are these baseball players going to be able to afford to not get paid two out of the three seasons? Right. So again, like there's that power. So. Speaking
1: of not getting paid, Leonardo. <laughs> You want to get into the, uh, <laughs> the minor leaguers, the, uh, I, is I it the A's? I, I love it. So, this. so yeah, so we're seeing around baseball, which, you know, this was a, this was a problem in baseball for uh, quite a while as far as like pay your minor leaguers a freaking like living wage. Um, well right now they're getting cut. They're not getting paid anything. Um, the Oakland A's Denardo have come out and now have, have gone back on their word and they're going to pay their minor leaguers.
0: Now, and just to now, back up, they came out and said how effective June 1st, they were no longer going to pay their minor leaguers. Now, now wait a minute, DiNardo.
1: I thought they couldn't pay them because they didn't have any money.
0: Where are they getting this money at now? Well, that's what you would imagine, right? I mean, if they come out and said that as of June 1st, we're no longer paying our minor leaguers, I would assume it's because they can't pay them. <laughs> right, that's the logical, reasonable thing. I guess right. they're so broke that the reason they're choosing not to pay people is because they can't
1: right is that not the right. case
0: Ryan? No, it doesn't look like it's the case, Donardo, so what's happening
1: all All this shows to me is that these teams, all the teams can pay their minor leaguers, they could pay a front office staff, they'd be okay. In one season, that doesn't happen. They're, they're going to be okay, Denardo. They have money. They're, they cry poor. All this proves to me is that, no, they're not poor. The fact that they're going to pay these guys, and it isn't even that much, because we've talked about their salaries before. What is it, $400 a week? If 400 that? a week, yep. So, all this shows is that, yeah, these teams can pay this. It's the Oakland freaking A's, who they did a freaking movie about how cheap they were. <laughs> right Brad Pitt was in it look it up they did a movie on how cheap they were and how they had to go outside of their means to come up with some other way to compete they're gonna pay minor leaguers now after they said they couldn't so where's where's all the other teams because come on the ruse is over you
0: can pay these guys let's go the Oakland A's are notoriously cheap we know they have a low payroll every, every year right you know, the, the one It's always talked about the Rays, the, the A's, and the Pirates, right? Let's, let's get on that board. Um, <laughs> the Rays, yeah. So we know that they, air quotes, don't make as much money as all the other teams. Which, I mean, obviously, uh, obviously, they don't make as much as the Yankees. Angels, right? You can all understand that. So if there was going to be a team that couldn't afford to pay their people, you could understand that it could be Oakland. Because they're on the bottom end of revenue, among other other teams, right? But as you just stated, Ryan, they came out and said that they're going to pay their, their minor leaguers through the end of August, right? Essentially what the, the minor league uh, schedule would have been. Yep. It it was simply a choice. It wasn't a matter of ability. They just chose that they didn't want to. They can pay their people because they're going to do it. So if the Oakland A's can do it, then the rating national, you know, the World Series champions and the Washington Nationals, who also came out and said they're going to cut their players from four hundred a week to three hundred, which they turn on that as well, they certainly could afford it as well. So what's making me mad about this is these teams and owners are choosing not to play to pay these people exactly. they can' with that said. Don't tell me you can't also pay your major league players. This is a choice. You played your card in the minor leaguers, and now you're showing you can do it. So you're losing all my respect. Yep. You're choosing everything. You can pay these guys for
1: 114 games at a prorated salary. Let's go.
0: Exactly. I call BS.
1: And what's like, Donardo, the A's, the Oakland A's are coming out and, and going to pay minor leaguers. If you're the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Cubs, like, how are you even made? How are you even announcing that you can't pay these guys? Like, that that's like, I would be so embarrassed. Like, that's shameful going out there and saying that. Like, how do you even come forward and do that?
0: That's what I'm saying, man. Like, how does I mean, the twins have been actually really good in this? Like, the twins came out and said they're paying their players the whole When most people were saying that we're going to pay through May or June. They're
1: woke right now.
0: (laughs) But like the twins, like, I think we're the first to say that we're going to pay throughout the entire season. Right. And it's like, yeah. So how do you have the twins say that when you're the Cubs, the Angels, like whoever, Like You should be embarrassed, right? As the Nationals, you should be embarrassed that you got to say, we can only pay you $300 a week and not four. We know the fallout from the, the, the money that you make in, in the, the World Series and the playoffs. That's how Cleveland was able to spend all that money. The, the Nationals just got that on top of being in the Nationals. And you can't afford a hundred more dollars for a person. Yeah, that's please. That's what I mean. It's a choice. It's a choice. That's that's what it is.
1: They, what kills it's me a choice too, just like this whole negotiation is they have the money.
0: So I mean the owners are crying. This really tur- is really turned turn of this, huh? <laughs> we really <laughs> we're back, are talking yes. about this deep. The owners <laughs> are saying that we're going to lose too much money. If there is no season, Ryan, they still have to pay for that stadium, right? <laughs> they still have to pay for their Dominican, you know, whatever they got going on down there, the academies. And like, they, they still have all the expenses, right? If there's no income, they still have to pay that. So again, like it's simply just coming down to greed. The, the owners can afford to pay all these expenses and not have an income come in. Think right. about that. It's not that they're losing money. They're just not going to make the amount of money that they want to make. That's what it's coming down to. You don't make money unless you have a season. Yes, you're going to, air quotes, lose money. You're not losing it you're just not making extra money from the, the revenue of being in the stadium the fans but what you are getting is the revenue from the TV contract right if you play 114 games that's 114 games on TV yeah, the more games you got the more your revenue. revenue
1: from last year where the
0: league made 10 billion that's it further fuels my whole reason on this is there's much more to this they're choosing it and they're they're using this for the CBA yeah They're choosing uh, I, to pay all their expenses and I can't not argue against any Opposed to giving in Though the 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 only argument Against that Donardo,
1: is that It's just the reasons different That they are That they aren't doing this for the CBA they're just Doing it because they are that damn cheap I mean like that's the only other argument So like they definitely well, like I, have The money
0: true it could be both
1: <laughs> right So like they are that cheap but like, yeah, then they maybe like they're playing this role, but they don't even like they're not even doing it with the with the mindset of the CBA next year. But they probably are. But you're right. Like this isn't a choice. Like the league that made money year after year after year after year after year, all of a sudden can't pay anybody because they miss one season. That's bullshit. Yep. I, I call BS. So and, and the A's kind of helped call
0: that out. <laughs> And if They'll you say, listen to yeah, the Ricketts, yeah, well, if you listen to the Rickets, oh, there's no, t- there's no teams that are making any money. Oh, teams they don't, don't make money. Anyway. They reinvest it all back. They, we don't make anything. Why in God's are, green earth are broke. you going to pay a minimum of $1.2 billion to buy one of these teams to not make any money? I mean, so we can say owners are greedy. You can also say that there's some owners that don't make as much as the others so you get like the business side. But don't tell me none. Don't tell me the Chicago Cubs don't make any money. You're, this isn't a hobby. This isn't a $2 billion hobby. You're, you're making broke. some money. Don't tell me you're not making you're anything. Broke. Oh, there's, <laughs> right. there's no money in this. We, we barely make anything. B.S. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. It's it's ridiculous. It's laughable when you think about it. It really
0: is. Uh. Should we move on? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh what, again, I only, only have here? 24 week 24 more weeks to get fired up about this. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Uh I guess the last thing we can really touch on is um there's nothing like set. I mean, hell, there's <laughs> This probably isn't going to happen anyways because there's probably not going to be a season. But MLB is talking about the possibility (laughs) of expanding the Arizona Fall League. Now, if there is an actual season and this does come to play, I actually do like this as an idea. I I Uh, love this,
1: honestly. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because there is no season this year, or, you know, there's going to be no minor league season, even if, you know, the major league comes. Through in some like you know eleventh hour deal, but um, yeah, I mean this makes sense. Extend that, and that way you give at least some of the probably you know not all the minor leaguers, but a good amount of the top prospects. Those guys will give a little more, little more action.
0: Right. I mean, it's, to me, it's kind of like that. You know, it's it's not perfect. I mean, this this year isn't gonna be perfect by any means, but this salvages something. So where there's gonna be no season, they're they're kind of using the Arizona folly for. I guess, a bit of, not like a ramp up, but just, I mean, just some baseball for some people. So, you know, if you know about the Arizona Fall League, it's basically like six teams. You know, each team sends some of their top prospects. They all get together and play in Arizona, you know, in September to October and call it a day. And that's where you see some of the top scouts play against, you know, better competition too, right? They're all playing against right. each other. So it's reportedly that something they're in talks about doing is instead of like each team's, right? top prospects each team is going to house an entire team like you're not going to see you know oh neil cruz went there and Travis swaggerty went there you know a few others Like you're going to see the pirates have a 25 man roster they're going to have an arizona fall team and they're talking about expanding it maybe having a arizona one and a florida fall league so you have like 15 Which... teams 15 teams and then you know the winners play each other
1: which is a, ma- I mean, that's that's a pretty big expansion because they, I mean, typically I think the Pirates will send like two or three guys, you know, to the to the whole league. So the fact that all of a sudden every team's getting a 25-man roster, essentially, like, yeah, that's pretty big. And so I, I'm almost like, sign me, can we do this anyway? Like, even if there isn't a season? Like, can we, <laughs> we just have the Arizona Fall League with, with the Florida Fall League, I guess? So like, can we do this instead? Uh, I, don't,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Right, but then it goes back to paying. I think minor it just leaguers. kind of waters it down, though. Again, we can't I mean, it's pay kind of like the minor that, leaguers. <laughs> well, that shouldn't be the problem, but right. uh, I, I think that's the one thing about the Arizona Fall League. Like, it, it's six teams. It's kind of like the elite. It's like you know the best of the minor leagues. So that I guess expanded like this kind of waters it down to just like a regular minor league system again. Right. So maybe I'm not so much on board with that. But in this season with the current like events that are taking place and there's not gonna be any minor league season, to have twenty five of your so-called you know best players, however you want to chop right. it up and whoever you want to send, to have twenty five of your minor leaguers go and be able to play, right? Albeit just a month, but to have some action, you get some scouting and see them, I'm I'm all favor for this. I think this is actually a really good idea. Like the first thing in 2020 that came out of LB that was good.
1: <laughs> right. It's a good idea Manfred finally had. Um <laughs>
0: Probably yeah, have been. like yeah, have been you him.
1: wouldn't you wouldn't do this every year, obviously. Um, th- th- but it makes sense for this year, like you said, the minor leagues are definitely shut down, um, regardless of what happens. I think with MLB, so this way you get them out there and get some baseball. I- I've always enjoyed the Arizona Fall League to begin with because it's usually the. I mean, you know, like you said, it would get kind of watered down. It's usually the more the topper prospects that you know basically you extend their season. You get them some extra at bats. Um, But this would just be basically getting them any kind of work in. But Mm -hmm. obviously, there'd be more guys and stuff. But yeah, I'd be I'd be all for it. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty it's a pretty as far as like, you know, expenses Donardo, because, you know, the owners are loving that. Like, it's pretty much like an extension of spring training. I mean, everybody's within definitely in Arizona. Everybody's within like a couple hours of each other. And, you know, there's a million baseball fields there and spring training facilities. So you just kind of get all the games in and everything. So I think it's definitely doable. Um, You know, Arizona's made the, I don't know about Florida, but Arizona's made the the announcement that they're, they're like allowing sports again and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, I could see it and it makes sense for this year. Uh, Not every year, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see Florida unless there's like some wave that happens, you know, before this. I certainly can see Florida being on board. I mean, I think they actually pretty much are. I don't think they've like come out and said. Like Texas has come out and said, basically. I think what you can have like fifty percent capacity in the stadium. Oh, is that you can have fifty percent? I I, I, th- I, I, I thought I thought I saw that. it was twenty five, but I, I swear, and I could be wrong, but I thought I just saw them announce that they've now moved it up to fifty percent capacity, right. or they're on the verge, something like that. So it's like like by the time baseball started, they would but regardless um, you know i could see florida and arizona both cooperating in that manner unless something changes in the meantime but also like you mentioned think about arizona that's why it's so nice is because all the feel- i swear i think every feels like within 45 minutes actually you know I, like it's like you said 2 hours but i think like 2 hours is actually <laughs> even like too too long <laughs> <laughs> right like in florida it's kinda, pretty close like most of them on the golf side so you know you can pretty much get to a lot of them within like two or three hours but it's like right. in arizona yeah, Ari- i feel like they're all right there yeah arizona is
1: pretty i mean there's a cut there's ones in scott uh what scottsdale and then mm-hmm. they have like another have a surprise Splint- and- yeah surprise or glendale or something but yeah they yeah they're pretty close <laughs> they're a lot close so i'm not sure i've always I uh, you know you and I, we've always gone to Florida, so that's that's been our spring training home for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> you live there. The Pirates have spring training there, so it works out. Right. But, yeah, typically— the um, Tigers
0: were there when you were with them.
1: That's true. Yeah, Lakeland, yeah. So, yeah, but I obviously don't think the season's happening, which I think you're also along those lines. So, at that <laughs> point, the Arizona Fall League probably isn't happening either. But right. I do like the idea if, if there is a season at, at that point.
0: Yep. Yep, 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 yep. This sucks, man. This really does. As much as I would hate it. I mean, if it happened and it was a 50-game season, I mean, just to have baseball back, i will be happy. So it's like, I'll take the 50 games because it was baseball, even though I think the whole thing sucks. But Double elimination. We're getting. I don't think we're getting 50 games. And it's just like, what? It's June, Ryan. It is June 7th. We might not have baseball again until. Whoop, whoop, I lost it. Um, next, next 291 April. days and 18 oh. hours. So there's a lot of oh. podcasting without actual baseball happening in our future. Yep. If this yep. is. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, you know, if you guys have any ideas on, you know, different shows you want to see, uh, another topic we could just start discussing for the next, you know, year, let us know. We'll, uh, we're open to ideas.
0: There you go. But, we're going to turn into yeah. around the North Shore Nine. <laughs> around just anything the in the North vicinity Shore of Nine. baseball. You know, it doesn't even have to be like truly related. <laughs> right. We're going to talk we about things be... aroundish the North Shore Nine.
1: Yeah, just what's happened. I don't know. We could be. We could become maybe like the Working Stiffs podcast.
0: There you go. We'll have them on. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> But yeah, definitely tweet us. I don't know if you want us to start break not breaking down movies or something. Uh, we're 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 in it. Uh, we have thought we one of the ideas you know is kind of we were going to do one today, but kind of ran out of time. We'll, we'll probably hit that next week. Um, but some some we have a couple ideas down that we want to do. Um, one of them is possibly like live watch one of the games from the NLDS uh, 2013. Um, now we would have to like find that game on. You know what Twitter, uh, if it's on YouTube or something, but I don't know. Tweet at us or let us know if you if if you guys would be interested in something like that. We probably would have to do it over like two episodes, because um, you know baseball is long. Um, but that, that's kind of an idea we were tossing around. Definitely, I think the 2013 wild card game gets a little too much play, so we were figuring we'd do like a different game, and, and we're not going to do any of the losses. Come on,
0: I could I could make a burner periscope uh, account and then we could as we do our ns9 live we could have on twitter so we all could watch the game as we talk about it and that way once periscope takes it down like we don't lose our account (laughs) hence the burner (laughs) account because we're definitely get banned if we do that (laughs) rob manfred ain't playing so uh we could potentially do that I mean, some of those games are on YouTube. So, why not throw in some copyright issues? You know? oh, there you go. No, no problem. And
1: no, no, the fact that we just announced it on, on air, you know, I'm sure <laughs> that's okay.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, let us know if uh, I don't understand how, speaking of another MLB problem, I don't know how they don't have a streaming service where like playoff games are available. Because they're dumb. Uh, yep. Like, what are we doing, people? Rob. It's ridiculous. Manfred. Like I should be question. able, especially like with Bam, like I should be able to go back and watch pretty much any game I want to. So why can't I do it for playoffs? And you know what kills me too, is I
0: swear every year when MLB at bat, MLB TV. sorry, I, I can't remember the app anymore. it's been so long. MLB TV <laughs> know how every year they give you that uh that survey on uh, you know what I'm talking about? They give you that email no, survey like for yeah, so MLB TV? They, yeah, so you get that survey on like, you know, things you would want. I swear like like the past three or four years, they've teased ha- like being able to watch any game, no blackouts, right? Be able to stream wherever you're at as you would want, but they never do it. They never follow through. Right. No, again, like how of can you not have MLB TV and be able to watch a game based on where you're at?
1: Uh Dude, when I it's lived in I lived on the west side of Cleveland. I was closer to Cedar Point than I was Cleveland. And I could watch Pirate games for like 2 years there. And then all of a sudden the last year I couldn't.
0: Yeah, I remember you doing And that,
1: from that. like from like me asking around and calling people, you know, calling the the company and everything and trying to get an answer was basically that there was some obscure cable company that some cable package that was like apparently having, I mean, I, I guess at that time it was Root Sports, where you was like Root Sports was a, was an option, and it was in my area, so that's why MLB TV blacked me out, yeah, out of nowhere. Even though it yeah. worked the, the rest of the year and last year and everything else, so it's ridiculous. And we we've gotten tweets from from our followers that are in like Missouri, and they say that they can't watch pirate games. Yeah, I know because you know that makes sense.
0: I think I've seen some like in Delaware as well. Like, it's it just. I mean, I can't watch Marlins or Rays. I mean, I have YouTube TV, so I'm able to watch it, but like, not streaming wise. How It'll the hell? Out. You,
1: you're nowhere near, like, how far?
0: You're hours
1: away from Miami.
0: Oh, 350 miles away. Like, uh, I mean, I don't even get the Tampa one, But it's still here. I have Florida South and Florida Sun. Right. So Because we cut get them the, in the package But if you Like, like the, how you said, you know, they're yep, in the package If they're in a package in your area, yeah. that's why it's blacked out But like I said, like, it's okay because I have TV and I watch it But right. if I'm out and about You know, like I'm not at the TV Again, it's 2020 How mm-hmm. many people even watch this stuff on TV anymore? I mean, it's less and less So, you know, if I'm out and about and want to watch the game, I can't Right. Although and now it, I can't because I have YouTube TV But <laughs> before like, when I had this cable if you, I couldn't.
1: if you cut the cord too you could not be able to watch it. Like nope. it's just, it's ridiculous. So anyway.
0: Yeah. I don't know how we got to this. Let's, we got to end this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So tweet at us. We need topics. Let us know.
0: There you go. So with that said, <laughs> uh, we also should be back with NS9 live this Thursday. We did not do it this past Thursday. Um, uh, just kind of also felt it wasn't right. The timing. So right. should definitely be back this Thursday. Jim and Tyler, hopefully we we'll both be on with me and, uh, we'll, Hopefully, have something to talk about then. So, uh, until then, we'll see you later. Bye bye. Can't wait. Peace.